0: Hey, this is Mariella from The Functional Company. Let's talk a little bit about sleep. Sleep is this huge piece of the health puzzle. Really, really incredible because I think that we sometimes take sleep for granted uh, because it's a little inconvenient when you have a lot of things to do, a lot of responsibilities and such. Uh, But I do kinda wanna give you a little bit of information on why sleep is so important so that we can really protect those hours as much as possible. Sometimes it seems kind of like it doesn't really matter, you just stay up late and just kind of finish watching that movie, or you stay up late and work on your computer, and then you just get less sleep, and then it just sort of starts to trickle and break down the body over time. Your body does, you know, you can, depending on how your body is, it can be more resilient and resistant to less sleep for a short period of time, but, but it's definitely not a habit that we want to create to get uh, bad sleep especially if you already have pretty good sleep quality, you only have bad habits around sleep time. That's just the easiest thing to fix, you know? So in the future in the future episodes, I'll give you more information on some sleep hacks, sleep remedies, sleep habits, etc. Right now, I just kind of want to paint the picture of why sleep is so important for our overall, our overall health. So the main thing to know is that you know, during this time when you have to lay your body down at nighttime, time uh, there is actually that's the period when the body is repairing it's like a rest and repair restore. it's almost like putting it in the shop so to speak putting your car in the shop to get repairs but your cells are doing all of the repair and all you have to do is put it in bed put the body in bed which is kind of amazing, right? So many things happen, and I don't know, you probably have had this experience where you've had a few hours of sleep for multiple reasons because you either A, have a little baby, a little kiddo that wakes up a lot, or you had to pull an all-nighter because of exams, or uh, you have a big deadline at work, or you had to travel, whatever it was, right? You had a really small amount of time where you actually got to sleep, and then you had to just barrel through the next day Sometimes you can wake up with enough energy, but at some point during the day, it just sort of starts to break down and you actually start to notice that, okay, you know, I'm just like not feeling okay anymore. Your mental focus goes away, your mood changes. So it's very interesting how much lack of sleep affects overall health because you're not allowing the body to repair. So the hormones kind of start to get thrown off and we age faster, our mood more more than anything the mood is just the worst you know it's kind of like if you have a certain amount of time units to live in this body you at least want to make them as you know the highest percentage of opportunity to make them happy moments and the thing that just kind of pushes against that possibility or against that percentage is just not getting enough sleep especially when you can but you have n- not good habits so the main thing to just, I wanted to kind of just really emphasize is that sleep is not just this inconvenience, although <laughs> sometimes it kind of feels that way, but it is a very integral part of health and we have to protect it. So if you don't get good sleep, and when I say good sleep, this is kind of what it feels like and, and, and looks like, is that you when you're able to go to sleep, you go to bed. You're able to fall asleep easily. You're not just kind of like your mind is racing for two or three hours before you're able to actually fall asleep. You're able to go to bed and boom, within 10 minutes or less or whatever, just a short amount of time, you're able to just uh, go to sleep. Once you sleep, you're able to actually go into deep sleep, which is the most restorative sleep. You really have good sleep cycles. And then when you wake up, you wake up naturally without the need of an alarm. You feel ready to wake up, ready to hit the day. And you don't, uh, you don't feel sluggish. You don't feel slow to get going. Right? I think that's kind of become a little more normal, slow to get going. Uh, but it's, it's actually more common than it is normal. So just keep that in mind. If you remember what it was like when you were a kid... If you're, if you're slower to wake up now and you remember what it was like uh, when you were a kid, it was like you would just pop up. It was like six in the morning, the sun was out and you were ready to hit the day and play with your friends, go to school, learn, etc. cetera, right? So that's kind of what it should still look like. It should still look like you've got enough sleep and then you wake up with the sun. Um, and that's kind of the best actual cycle for sleep because we have something called a circadian rhythm, which is like our internal clock. And it's matched up with the sunlight, which is so interesting to me. Of course, now with electronics and with, uh, with clocks, numbered time, it, we've sort of lost that uh, internal perception of time as it is connected to light. But the body still has that. And the preference is to go to sleep not long after uh, the, 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 the sunlight goes away. And to actually wake up as the sun is rising, it's when what it feels what feels best to the body and that what's the easiest. But this circadian rhythm, let's say for example you're gonna fall asleep around ten or ten thirty. There's a little bit of a dip there, which is like a really nice pocket to actually go to sleep. Let's say you wait fall asleep around that time. If you miss it because you're just like no, oh, I'm gonna keep working or I'm gonna keep watching TV or whatever it is, you miss that kind of a you can kind of feel that your body's kind of okay i'm ready to wind down i'm ready to go to sleep but if you ignore that what your body's already preparing itself for which is the repair time you completely ignore that you miss that pocket then it's kind of a little harder to fall asleep because it's it's got this little wave that your body does you know internally and so it releases certain chemicals and so you just kind of want to learn to listen to those those uh, that experience of when you kind of are winding down at the end of the night and you start to feel like, okay, my body's ready to go to sleep. That's just a really good time to head to bed. And then, uh, like I said, in the future I'll mention some of the things that we can do around the sleep time so that we can really optimize sleep. But the thing here is that you just kind of want to learn to get back in tune with that and realize, Oh yeah. Okay. So my body's ready to go to sleep. It's probably releasing some sleepy time chemicals, my brain, and so because of that's happening, let me now just get to bed, and uh, and once you get to bed, it's much easier to go to sleep, fall asleep more easily, now of course, there's a difference between deep sleep and surface sleep, so if you've ever had it, that surfacey sleep, it's not restful at all, it's almost like your mind or your body was just racing throughout the night, and you're just like, gosh, I can't believe that was it, that was eight hours, now it's morning time and I have to get going but I don't feel like I really rested so that's something we really have to handle and one of the things that my viewpoint on that is that usually the it's almost like your nervous system is on overdrive it's like your gas pedal is on something's not allowing allowing it to let up and there are a few reasons for that maybe you've had caffeine later in the day maybe your blood sugar's off maybe you've got something where your tensions on because you've got some really stressful situation that's unhandled and it doesn't allow you to sleep. I mean, there's a few different reasons why this would happen. But uh, imagine that there's nothing going on with your mind specifically in terms of uh, an external environment stress, but more just like something's going on with your body. It's not the gas pedal is not releasing and you're not able to just put the brakes because you've got these two parts of your nervous system. You've got the gas pedal and the brake pedal. And, uh, you know, when you're resting, you should have the brake pedal on slowly, gently. And when you're going throughout the day, you have the gas pedal on just gently, right? So, but if, if sometimes it's kind of switched, it's like people are sluggish during the day and then they kind of have this weird energy at night and they're not able to get restful sleep. It's almost like the nervous system. Something's tripping it up. And so we've got to kind of handle that. good practices around sleep so of course it's it's a little bit of an extensive topic in terms of what to do around sleep and the different reasons why sleep goes off different glands different chemicals different toxicity different interferences different factors and that's why it's kind of hard to just do it all in one episode especially i like to keep these episodes really short to just kind of have sound bites and and uh, i think it seems to be workable that way but the main thing here is just to really kind of just really emphasize that sleep time is is very important and so sometimes they like, well how much sleep is the right amount of sleep it's a little bit you know it's not like a hard number because i've, I've definitely read up a lot on different studies different numbers etc seems to be somewhere between seven hours and nine hours and it's just something that you kind of have to figure out for yourself but have you ever noticed if you sleep too long you end up, you oversleep, you almost feel more tired. So it's it's an inter- interesting thing that you just kind of want to catch uh, the natural up, upward wave of waking up. Like your body will just naturally wake up seven or eight hours in or eight and a half hours in or something. It'll, it'll wake up. And then sometimes you look at the time and you're like, nah, it's too early. Or, well, I don't have anything to do. I'll just go back to sleep. But if you really check in with your body... You're ready to wake up it's time to wake up there's there's you don't have to stay laying sometimes if you go back to sleep and then you would try to wake up a little later you feel more sluggish and more tired and so I would just be more encouraging of try to get connected back to your body and learn to listen to what's happening with your body if it's tired if it's starting to release those sleepy chemicals at night you know you you notice it's winding down put the body in the shop go to bed let it repair seven eight nine hours whatever it is for you there's kind of a sweet spot and it could shift a little bit and um and then once it's ready to come back up and and wake up well, the the best thing is when you're able to wake up before the alarm i mean you can put the alarm just in case but if you're getting to sleep early enough or you're listening to your body when it's trying to actually want when it's wanting to wind down and you don't ignore that then you can actually fall asleep And then, boom, you'll pop up at 6 in the morning, 6.30 or 7 or whatever, depending on what time you fell asleep, very easily. And so that's just a really nice feeling. And that's kind of the groove of sleep. Sometimes it's not ideal. I mean, life is not an ideal situation, right? Because you've got all kinds of circumstances, family things, work things, kid things. Uh, that interfere with this idea with this ability to just kind of go with the time and listen to the body and all that stuff so because that's the case that's why I want to mention more in the future in terms of different things to do to just kind of help the body once you actually go to sleep optimize those hours and really get the most bang for your buck in terms of, of the regeneration and restorative effect on sleep So for this episode, the main thing is just understanding sleep is not an inconvenience. It's not this thing in the middle of of the 24 hours that we shouldn't pay attention to, but rather it's a very important time that we have to put the body in the shop and it repairs. It's a huge amount of repair that's happening during that time that if we actually let the body do that, it actually helps so that we don't age as quickly, so that our mood is much better, our hormones respond better. Our mental focus is better. So many different things in terms of the body work better. So if you want your day to go well, then you've got to really capitalize on the nighttime. Uh, Plus, who doesn't love delicious sleep, right? I mean, it's if you're going to have to sleep anyway, you might as well optimize it as much as possible uh, and really take care of it. It's gonna your body will reward you in so many different ways throughout the day, and you can really, you know, uh, do a lot more during the day if you just get good quality sleep doesn't mean you have to get a ton and ton of sleep but it just means that the sleep that you do get you want it to be of the highest quality possible and just remember it is a very important piece of the whole health puzzle uh, because there's so much going on in that that time frame so don't ignore it and don't minimize it just kind of like really learn how to optimize it and you could probably do with a little less sleep because it's very nourishing and restorative and so Your body will kind of adapt as it goes, but just kind of like learn to have good habits around sleep and your body will thank you for it. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. Stick around in the future episodes uh, so I can give you some sleep hacks, sleep uh, remedies, tips, uh, just different things that we can do to just optimize uh, the benefits of sleep. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in and I will see you on the flip side.